Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. Welcome back to Masters of the Cinematic Universe, Batman 1989, part three. We're going to wrap this up. So we left you in a cliffhanger. Did Batman survive getting shot in the chest two times? Yes, he did. He does some karate, some awkward, rubber-suited, what-is-happening karate. Yeah. Some of it looks cool. The um, only, the, the, the one uh, karate move that works is the front kick. Because yeah. Yeah. the guy's in front of him, he can see where he is, and he's got the flexibility to go forward. So his front kicks were always cool. Yeah. Well, but that was, everything that was else his was, uh, yeah. Indiana Jones moment, right? Like, this guy's got swords yeah. and... He, he, yeah. See, that's oh, what I was yeah, expecting. Let's talk I'm, about that, though. I, I was like, when he's like flinging the swords, I'm like, oh, just shoot him. <laughs> like, no, I know. But you, you talk about talk about like fucking typecasting both times, <laughs> both times with the martial arts dude. They're 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 Asian. Like, come on, people. Yeah. Are they the only ones that can do that? You know, a long and way like, to go in 1989. No, I, I know. Look, I I was there. Well, I mean, <laughs> we don't want to do culture uh, cultural appropriation though either. Where you yeah. have to put a white dude doing it now. No. Well, I think there's a middle ground. You know. Sure. This 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 Asian guy backflips over a fence from out of nowhere and starts swinging swords at you. It's like, okay, come on. Yeah. Like exactly. But but I mean that's what it was. Lethal weapon did it. This did it. You know. Yeah, yeah, but just they like did they should have yeah. like pulled the chair down and he should have sat next to her at the other end of the table. When he's swinging the sword around, he should have just shot him. <laughs> yeah, I, but that would have been a, a very big ripoff. Yeah. and Batman That wouldn't be an homage. That would be a ripoff. <laughs> Batman doesn't use guns, man. Exactly. I like sh- shot him with his grappling hook. <laughs> I, I did like the kick, but what I, I liked or about Or throwing a batarang at him. 
he could have, but he only had the one. The belt's only well, so- uh, the whole point of a batarang is it comes back to you like a boomerang. Not if you hit somebody with it. <laughs> yeah. It just <laughs> goes good. through their shoulder like right. if you were an Australian just, Batman it would come back. <laughs> That's what not I, a batarang. This is a batarang. <laughs> call that a batarang. This is a batarang. <laughs> No, that's so, going on my list. <laughs> I, oh, please. That's a great Hell plan. yes. It was a freaking cultural phenomenon when it came out. Anyway, yeah. sorry. So the sequence, we won't spend too much time on it other than it's cool that Vicky Vale's up there snapping photographs of the action and the flashes of her camera coincide with the hit so it feels like the Adam West show in a yep. weird way. Yes, yeah. I don't know if that was intentional. I'm sure. I felt it there too, so I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, it was kind of a cool little. Let's pull this rub off his head and see who he really is. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Speaking of pulling rubbers off of things, uh, (laughs) Batman pulls the rubber off of his car and it drives itself to them. But he has to talk into a little microphone to make it stop. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And his car was ribbed for her pleasure. Exactly. So as cool as like his tech is, it's also a little antiquated and weird. And, you know, it's the whole thing's odd. Uh, He takes Vicky Vale back to the Batcave in his dick car. And Joe, as you mentioned before, she's in the passenger seat staring at his chin and lips and just can't make him out. But you can tell she's trying to work it out in her head. He notices and (laughs) turns on a fuck you light. (laughs) Yeah. Which, if you if you really think this through, he's like, okay, I'm Batman, I got this car. If I have to put someone in the passenger seat, I don't want them to know who I am, so I'm going to install a bright light and shine it right in their fucking eyeballs. <laughs> like, it's incredible, man. It really is, yeah. All of this um, Batmobile driving stuff, again, is sped up. The film is sped up because um, this car had to be slow as shit. So all of the leaves and all of the stuff that gets kicked up, sort of takes you out of it because yeah. it, it does look artificial um, but the car looks cool I always thought this was one of the coolest movie cars the yeah. side of the fucking mm-hmm. DeLorean or the Ecto-1 you know yeah yeah. yeah. I mean uh, those are obviously more superior cars um, and if you get rid of the uh, connotation that goes along with it I also like the General Lee but I just saw that got, racist you gotta get car. rid of the roof flag <laughs> then yeah. it's not the General Maybe. Lee anymore. It's no, just it's a, not exactly. Yeah, I, I'm okay I, with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm willing. I'm willing to let that one go. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm okay if it's not that screen authentic. As long as it's orange and has a big number one on the side of it, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm with you. So uh, we get into the cave, and it's really here that. Um, you know, you get to see the inner workings of Batman's den and shit. Really cool. Um, if you want to hit this next clip, uh, Batman here has sort of cracked the code on what Joker's doing, and he's giving that information to Vicky to then give to the press. How did you figure this out? Take that to the press. I might have some trouble with that. A lot of people think you're as dangerous as the Joker. He's psychotic. Some people say the same thing about you. What people? Well, I mean, let's face it. 
You're not exactly normal, are you? It's not exactly a normal world, is it? Why did you bring me here? Well, you could have sent that stuff to the press yourself. You're right. There is something else you have that I want. What? No, it's not what you think, because... <laughs> <laughs> Although she does wake up roofied, which is problematic. <laughs> and rubbing her chest. Yeah. But no, now, ba- Batman just wanted the film from the camera. That Get, get yeah. your fucking mind out the gutter, guys. <laughs> um, again, this, this brings up an interesting point that's, you know, the idea that Batman is just as crazy as the Joker is something that <clears throat> is, it, it's really interesting... <coughs> And they explored it in the comics, so it was cool to see that writ large in a movie. Um, you know, he's he's not a shiny Superman, you know, uh, Boy Scout. He's a really damaged guy with psychological issues that dresses up like a bat and beats people up at night. So to kind of explore someone saying, like, you, you, you know, hey, pot, like, meat kettle, like, fucking, you're calling this guy crazy. Yeah. Look at you, bro. Is a very interesting take. Um, so, again, she wakes up in her apartment. Um, obviously roofied, right? Like, there's no question. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. You know, groggy, feeling her chest, like Joe said, for the film. She realizes the film is gone. Um, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That whole thing rubs me the wrong way, but yep. that's the benefit of it being 2021, I guess. You know, Batman could have said, hey, could you give me the film? Like, I don't want anybody to have pictures of me close up. Might figure out my identity, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to drug you. No, no one will figure out his identity because she can't even figure it out sitting six inches away. Well, he, he doesn't have enough flashlights is the problem. Yeah. To shine into everyone's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... It's like men in black. <laughs> you don't remember all of a sudden. So we get an update from I'm the, the original man in black. <laughs> Johnny Cash, I guess, is the original man in black. That's yeah. true. We get more updates from the news. Haggard as fuck, man. This news anchor, by the way, now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and again, Batman cracked the code, so they're able to say, like, here's what you need to avoid. Don't use these products. Joke together. Yeah, together. Joker's fucking pissed. Uh, he says, I have a name for my pain, and it is Batman. So finally, like, there's a motivation that's not just like, this guy's outshining me. He's he's right. now actively yeah. fucking my plans up. Don't worry, I'll get him back when I make Axe Body Spray. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> how to recover from that, I don't know, because... Have you ever smelled Axe body spray? Of course. Who hasn't? I don't know, but it a supervillain definitely designed that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. It's putrid, man. My God. Depends on the scent, but most of them are terrible. It's the energy drink of body sprays. <laughs> yes. It's the affliction it's, shirt of body sprays. Yeah, it's the exactly. big dick energy of body sprays. Yeah, it's got the BDE. <laughs> <laughs> Except for it's for SD dudes. Yeah. <laughs> So, Bruce shows up at Vicky's apartment, which, by the way, um, 
Vicky shows up into town, you know, at the beginning of the movie, she explains, I'm here because I'm intrigued by your story about the Batman. I want to find out more. Um, so I was because I be, like bats. Yeah, because I like bats. Very thin motivation there as well. Yeah. Um, I always got the impression that maybe she was like, I don't know, shacked up at a Hilton Garden Inn or something. Right. She now lives in like a beautiful penthouse apartment. Yes, yeah, a very lived-in, like comfortable, like gorgeous yeah. apartment. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Sure, she can afford that on a photographer's, you know, bu- budget. I mean, she did take those pictures of all those corpses, man. That's got to pay <laughs> something. Yeah. Um, so he shows up at this very nice apartment, you know, hat in hand, like, I'm sorry. Um, and she's, you know, rightfully so upset that she was lied to. Um, but, you know, with some prodding from Alfred, he decides that he's ready to tell her his secret. So you get this very lame duck every superhero movie that does this does it this way where you almost get it's the edging of reveals <laughs> I mean it may or may not do this but it probably goes so far as to say like I have to tell you I'm but and then the door knock happens <laughs> um, so we, we get all of that and of course who comes to the door but the joker now, Bruce has the presence of mind to dip out real quick and, and do some Clint Eastwood shit with, like, a fucking a metal <laughs> yes. tray. Right? Well, honestly, yeah. all I was thinking about when this was happening was Tim Allen in Big Trouble in the kitchen. That's right. Tim Allen. Idiot number two has a water gun, and he's about to shoot idiot number one in the face. <laughs> God, yeah, that's true. That that Clint Eastwood thing is referenced in so many films. Again, Back to the Future Three, yeah. you know, references it. Yeah. Um, it's just such a cool idea, and they they do it here. So, um, this is the scene where I feel like Michael Keaton was like, you know what? I'm in this movie with Jack Nicholson. They're not giving me a whole lot to do. I'm just gonna fucking go for it. And yeah. oh man, yeah, and oh man, he goes for it. Oh <laughs> hell yeah, Joe. This next clip is Michael Keaton deciding leave some scenery for me to chew Jack (laughs) yeah Bruce Wayne Nespa most of the time Let me tell you about this guy I know, Jack. Mean kid, bad seed, hurt people. I like him already. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know what the problem was? He got sloppy, you know, crazy. He started to lose it. He had a head full of bad wiring, I guess. Couldn't keep it straight up here. He was the kind of guy who I couldn't hear the train until it was two feet from him. You know what happened to this guy, Jack? Wow. Made mistakes. And then he had this. This light shot! Now you wanna get nuts? Come on! Let's get nuts. Tell me something, my friend. 
You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. <laughs> Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> <laughs> that what could be my favorite. Line. That could be my favorite line from from Joker in, in this movie. Is Never rub another man's rhubarb. You wouldn't it's be wrong. So fucking good. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it, re- it really is. Um, again, I think you know, it's become one of my favorite moments from this movie because it's so f- over the top. Yeah, this, this scene's uh, portrayal of the interaction between Bruce Wayne and, and Joker. Bruce Wayne is fucking off his rocker, <laughs> and it's and it's inexplicable. Like it doesn't necessarily mesh with anything else he's done in this movie. You could argue that he's he's trying to rile Joker up so that he'll shoot him. It kind of seems like he was going to shoot him anyway, right? Um, yeah. But again, I think I think Michael saw an opportunity here to like really you know go toe to toe with Jack Nicholson. Who wouldn't want to have an intense acting moment with someone like that? So yep. So but, and then the scene begs the question too: that did Quentin get his inspiration for Ezekiel twenty five seventeen from that? Because the Joker mm. says, as I say to all my prayer, but I just say it because it sounds good. Yeah, because it sounds cool, right? <laughs> sounds cool. So I don't know. Who knows? That's interesting. I didn't. I didn't ever make that connection. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, you never know. But it certainly. I mean, he went into more depth with his explanation with Jules. But who knows where it started? The seed. It, it would be hilarious if Quentin uh, Quentin Tarantino was like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I know. That's where I, I got know it from. exactly. <laughs> I'll email and see if he wants to come on the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure he will. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Just tell me, has to be careful. We we don't drop the end bomb on this show. Oh, no, that's true. He'd have oh. to watch his mouth. Sorry, Quentin. Yeah. He can get fucked with that shit. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Joker le- Joker leaves Vicky's uh, apartment again, still professing his love for her. Um, the way he leaves this apartment is maybe the funniest thing he does in this in this movie, <laughs> where he acts like you know hurt, and then he gets in the hallway and he pretends to fart and like fly away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking brilliant, man! It's like Jack wanted to see how much he could get away with. Yeah, yeah. still that would still make the movie, you know. And I mean, he just, so he just kept going for it. Awesome, just awesome. Uh, Vicky turns around and Bruce is gone, of course. Uh, leaves the tray with the bullet behind. So now she knows, like, oh man, this this guy is wily as shit. <laughs> yeah. What's up with it? I have a little moment here where she opens a box and uh, a handful of dead roses comes up and she faints. Um, why is that scene in there? I don't know. No, exactly. Uh, exactly. Not scares her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, t- it, to 1989 show the vulnerability of females. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's in there. She's like, she faints cute. from that. It's all feeling it is. It's Might pretend a, to blow this dude later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just the stereotype they needed to to move along. We yeah. didn't have enough fainting in here, and maybe right. one more joke about your weight. Would exactly. Be good. I mean, she screams. I don't know. I saw that it's like 26 times or something in this movie. She screams. Yeah, a lot of screaming. Oh, no, it's like. Gasping and fucking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, I'm glad those days are done. 
Oh, so, are they? <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. <laughs> not at all. Um, yeah, luckily we live in a time where no one complains about like strong female leads or, you know. Oh, hell no. Nope. Yeah. That's true. Thing of the past, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Doctor Who is now a female too, so. Right. Yeah, no one was upset about that, by the way. No. Well, I mean, we have no, we have strong female leads, so it must be fixed, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. No, that's the it's got to be fixed. You know, racism is dead. We had a black president. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Over. Two. That's the argument. Two <laughs> anyway. Now. Yeah. So. We also All had right. the first female president for like eighty minutes yesterday. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yep. We got real, we got real dark there for a second. Yes, yeah, sorry, folks. Sorry, sorry. It's late and we're all a little loopy. <laughs> yeah, we're we're getting close to the finish line. Um, by the way, of note is that Batman keeps his rubber suit in a bank vault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're already in an underground cave that no one knows exists. Right, with hidden entrances and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you do that? Like, what if you forget the combination? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, really uh, quick. Sorry. I know we want to fly through this. Two, three, four. <laughs> so something an idiot will put on his luggage. Oh God. Yes. How many times can we reference that movie per episode? That's the real question. <laughs> Not enough. Ban okay. injury. <laughs> we yeah. ain't found shit. <laughs> you know, I don't remember anything about that movie. Like you, the quote you're throwing out, I, I have no recollection of. Like it took me really? like five seconds. Yes, really. How do you, like? How do you not like remember impact, that entire movie? That, that's the impact that movie had on me. May the Schwartz be with you. Yes, but anyway, real quick. So the Batcave that was constructed at Pinewood Studios for like hundreds of thousands of dollars, and they found in another area in that studio all of the alien shit that was still there. The fucking the pods, the seed pods, and the alien like ship thing from the you know all of it was in another it was all locked away so like they were like giddy like school children all the props <laughs> guys <laughs> when they were building it because they could go back and see all that alien stuff so that was oh, pretty that's pretty awesome that's yeah. awesome um so yeah bat cave uh back to the movie we're at the point now where grissom finally is ready to concede like maybe this fucking parade we were gonna throw is not a great idea yeah, you know the whole city's been poisoned by a clown. <laughs> exactly. Like fuck it, like fu- okay. Um, but that gets hijacked again by the Joker, and this is what I referenced earlier, where he pushes them out of frame. And it's fucking yes, ridiculous. the slide. He slides his hand, and they go away. Yeah, yeah. All you poor people, I'm going to give you all the money. Just come out here. But yeah. he he does the I'm a regular dude shtick again with the flesh color right. makeup. Yeah, yeah. And he's very reserved, and he's just like, hey. I'm not a bad dude. You got to worry about this cat in the black rubber suit running yep. around like an asshole. Sleepy in- Bruce. Yeah. Don't don't let Sleepy Bruce talk to you. <laughs> yeah, Sleepy <laughs> Bruce. You know. I'm going to give you all the money. Yeah, he says I'm going to dump two million dollars on the crowd. Twenty million or twenty million. That's twenty geez, million. 20 Come million. to this parade on January sixth. Now this was cut out of the film. <laughs> 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 that was good. That was really good. Yeah. Um, originally, the the y- y- there was a throwaway line where they asked, you know, what do you want? And he says, "I want my face printed on the one dollar bill." Yeah. All of the money he dumped on the crowd was going to be counterfeit. 
Yes. And it was going to just have the Joker's face on it. But they, you know, that got lost on the cutting room floor. Yeah. But, but, but the I, money did have his face on it, though. You can see it. Oh, you can see it. Okay. But they didn't, yeah, but they didn't make reference to it. They cut that scene out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's called funny money. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So that's his that's his promise to the people of Gotham City is look look I'm in your corner I'm gonna run shit you're gonna love me because I'm gonna take care of you I'm gonna get you paid it does sound and you can grab him by the pussy (laughs) 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 when you're famous they let you do it right yeah um and people are thrilled at the idea of you know this guy giving them free money um and fuck this Batman dude like we don't need him. Uh, so I'm so distracted right now by uh, <laughs> Jack Nicholson's fucking makeup. Yeah. Um, where was I? Sorry, my notes just disappeared. I'm having a full frog freak out. Um, <laughs> so we're we're gonna kind of cut to the chase here. Bruce is watching the transmission along with everybody else in the city, and sort of mulling over what to do because part of the Joker's promise is like there's going to be a showdown and it's going to be me in one corner and Batman in another like we're finally going to put an end to this silly bullshit um, Batman's not going to take this shit lying down you can see it in, my, in Michael Keaton's eyes mm-hmm. like, what did you call me? nobody calls me chicken yeah. <laughs> yeah. he said you want to get nuts you know what I mean like yeah. homeboy's ready to get nuts um, but the big Jesus. sticking point for for Bruce is that line, is that Jules line, is that fucking, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yep. He, it triggers a memory, and he's looking at all the old shit from, you know, when his parents were murdered, and you see a flashback to that, that night. Um, when they're leaving the movie theater, they go down Crime Alley, and they're mugged. And you get that famous montage that you've seen a million times of Martha Wayne's pearls being spilled in the street. and uh, But what they changed for this film was that the Joker, or Jack Napier, was the person who killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Right. And he delivered that line, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. So Batman, the world's greatest detective, finally puts together that, oh shit, that's the same guy. This guy that I've seen all over town is the guy that murdered my parents. Um, this this never happened in a Batman story before this movie. Like, it's always just a random mugger named Joe Chill who killed Batman's parents. Yeah, that was, that was kind hey, of the Joe. Point. Where are you going with that gun in your hand? <laughs> exactly. About to shoot Batman's parents. My my, my wife. We were throwing Batman trivia around earlier, and she goes. Joker didn't kill Batman's parents, wasn't it? Joe Cool. I'm like, and yeah. I looked at her. I was like, Joe Cool is fucking Snoopy with sunglasses on. Yeah, <laughs> and like, he's not no. as cool as Joe Camel. Yeah, <laughs> who smokes cools? Joe Camel had a better shot at being the guy who killed Batman's yeah. parents. Like, no, Snoopy yes. did not murder these people. Joe Camel is basically a camel version of the Fonz. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, Joe Cam. Uh, he looked cool as shit. We only had like a yeah. bomber jacket on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Black bomber jacket, the sunglasses, and he had a camel filterless cigarette coming out of his mouth. Yeah, he's like Henry Winkler that humps. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the, the government was right to put a stop to that shit because that made me want to smoke. 
Oh, hell yeah. That camel was fucking slaying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I can't even finish the sentence. Two oh. humps. <laughs> oh. Hump so. Day. <laughs> So yes, as Bruce is putting this all together, what happens? Alfred brings Vicky Vale down to the Batcave, unannounced, because he's like, you know what? Fuck you, bro. Yeah, pretty much. This is the point at which he's like, your secret is dumb. This woman yeah. loves you. I mean, that's um, a like, fireable offense. <laughs> did you not learn from Tony Stark? You just come out and tell everybody who you are. Right. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah, you're gonna be rich and fucking like. Have all these cool toys. Just tell everybody. Yeah. Now you could you could make the argument that she figured out he was Batman because he Clint Eastwooded. You know, I don't know. There's there's ways you could tap dance around the fact that Alfred's just kind of a douche. Right. But uh, yeah, he he brings her down there and basically. Um, you know, she's arguing for, for the fact that what they had was real. The feelings were real. Um, but Batman's got to do what Batman's got to do. Uh, yeah, again, I'm just... You could probably hear it in my voice. I'm not thrilled with any of this romance subplot in this movie. It just doesn't do it for me. It never did. Um, it just feels totally unnecessary. But... Yeah. I don't know. So, Batman's on his way over to uh, his confrontation with the Joker in his very slow-moving car. And we get to uh, this this parade, this sort of like, I don't know what you would call it, like the world's worst fucking Thanksgiving Day parade. There's like three balloons. (laughs) He's a uh, clown with a big dick for a nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And these balloons look cheap, man. Like, I don't know if these were full size or how, how these effects were accomplished, yeah. but um, they're floating over the city and we're dropping money. We got the parade. We got more prints on deck. Just oh, fucking God, blaring prints. Even worse than the first song. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's up there on a throne, fucking loving life. And, uh, yeah, it's a party. It's a big party. Or a really small party, because the parade is like, you know, maybe three cars and 20, <laughs> 20 people walking around. Yeah. Um, we figure out pretty quickly that the floats are full of poisonous gas. <laughs> yeah. And But, I mean, these people are too distracted by, like, these hefty bags full of $100 Joker bills. Yeah. Uh, but these these gas tanks are strapped to the bottom of the balloons, and um, Vicky figures it out. Batman figures it out. He uses. A, by the way, guys, he's got a plane. The no, Batwing. Yeah. The Batwing. No one mentioned it before this point in the movie, but he shows up in this incredibly cool plane, and snips all of the cables to these balloons, so that they can float free, freely and safely away. Yep. Um, but before he goes down to fight the Joker, he has to be Bruce Vane again and fly in front of the moon. Yeah, but what a cool moment, man. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was an unnecessarily <laughs> cool moment, though. Nah, there was no I, reason for it. 
it was. That a, took two seconds though. It wasn't. It wasn't like it was a time. He's like. Away. He's like. I got an idea. I'm gonna watch this. Yeah. It's gonna be fucking yeah. cool. <laughs> it was a nice little wink and nod. You know. But I mean, you know, in all seriousness, all he did was move the balloons to another part of the city and let them go. <laughs> they were still spewing the gas. So you know, it's not like you brought them out over the water or anything. <laughs> well, I mean, their balloons are gonna keep going up. Yeah, but the gas goes down. <laughs> That's true. But it's it'll, all right. Those people weren't out. It it was all right. Those people, are, it was probably a poor neighborhood. Nobody cared. No, it'll probably diffuse <laughs> before it gets to the ground. It's high enough that it'll, it'll, okay. you know, the particulate won't be enough to reach. You'll only get COVID. You won't just die. Is that what it is? <laughs> I mean, maybe he'd put it over Florida. That's there's, true. there's a subplot where fucking he dumps his balloons on the project. Yeah, yeah. that's, like, that's called the it's late and I'm tired dive. <laughs> I'm going to stop now. That's called Bruce Wayne gentrifies the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Get, putting a Starbucks there next. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, that's, that's so, that's so good. <laughs> they never say how he got his money. Maybe he, he like, he does that. Maybe he gets old slums and then builds yeah, them. Into he's, like, a, he's a slum lord. Yeah. comic book version of redlining <laughs> yeah it's kind of bad actually <laughs> uh, i think i went a little too far with that one we'll move on all right yeah so fucking you know joker's pissed man foiling his attempts at killing these people at every turn um batman circles back around after he does the stunt on the moon and makes the bat signal which it is cool um and he starts unloading fucking machine gun fire <laughs> And, and missiles and missiles <laughs> and fucking water balloons and every every weapon and apparently he went to the stormtrooper training academy <laughs> i know oh my god yeah dude like yeah. it's embarrassing joker's response to this is to pull out a comically sized handgun shoot like into the air foot barrel <laughs> yeah yeah one hand shoots this fucking thing into the air and it takes the jet down yeah. Now, when the jet's crashing, you can fucking tell that the scene is fucking Hot Wheels cars on a street. I like, know. <laughs> they look yeah. so fake. It's ridiculous. All of this. Like, yeah. It's, it's miniature. There's 100% it's a miniature setup. Right. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's like firecrackers going off. Like, it's. it's yes. bad. Yeah. Um, Just look at the, the scene where it crashes into the stairs. Like, the cars are clearly like Hot Wheels cars. Right, because even the fire is not to scale. The fire is like yeah. large. It was like the old '60s movies, you know, where the fire is just huge because they're doing, yeah, like because of the miniatures. Yep. So, you know, we get a plane crash, which Batman survives. A little worse for the wear. This is all leading up to the final showdown between Batman and Joker in this old burnt-out cathedral. Um, Joker and Vicky Vale as his hostage climb to the top. Um, while this was being filmed, it was sort of being written on the fly, and Tim Burton had no idea how the movie was going to end. Um, <laughs> he was now, he was actually frustrated. Like, what? Even Jack Nicholson was like, "Why am I climbing to the top?" And Tim Burton was like, "Ah, I don't know." Do you <laughs> think it was an accident that he bumped into that pew that fell down? And they just left it in. Possibly. Yeah, it's prob- that's probably because it looked like yeah. that was completely accidental. He's like. Bam, 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 bam. And they're like, yeah. fuck it. Let's just leave it. We don't need to set <laughs> yeah, these back up. Nope. <laughs> so they climb all the way to the top, all fucking hundred stories, apparently, of this thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like the tallest church in the world. 
Yeah. Yep. It's like the staircase from fucking Ghostbusters going Stairway up to heaven. <laughs> exactly. There yeah. you go. Um and they and they have their final battle. Um it's not much of a physical fight again. Well, it is with the one dude that looks like fucking Wesley Snipes blade. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's, that's true. true. He did he did beat the shit out of Batman for a bit. Yeah. That's yeah. like the only guy in this movie that can fucking like yeah. understands to punch Batman in the face. Right. Even even <laughs> the martial arts guys didn't have a shot, but yeah. this guy was just manhandling him. Yeah. He, he lit him up pretty good. I mean, he did just, you know, crash a plane. And, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then immediately climb 100, which by the way, What like, I want to know though is how did those guys get up there? Because they were up there before Batman got up there, but did the Joker know he was gonna like go up there with her? Well, didn't Batman, have Batman fell down there? a few floors, didn't he? He did fall down a few. You can't. Yeah. You can't. At this stage in the movie, you can't. Oh yeah, question we're not it. looking for logic. Nope. Yeah, and <laughs> nope. neither were they. They're like, you know what? Maybe this guy just lives up here. Maybe you know who knows. There's a bat yeah. in the belfry. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like that that guy does light him up a bit. He, you know, does a lot of flipping, a lot of cartwheeling. Yeah. Bat- Batman has like some sort of fucking metal rod that comes out of his arm and and yeah. Like dices this dude in the chin too, so. Right. Um, yeah. We we That's we his get- baton. <laughs> uh Batman ends up winning the fight with the most formidable of the of the gang eventually. And we get to Batman v. Joker. Um, well, and I will say, too, to be fair to that fight sequence, like, Batman is moving more than he's moved in this entire movie. Right. And the best part is the entire time is going on, the fucking Joker's dancing with Vicky Vale. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, tangoing with her. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't know how in or out of sequence this shit was filmed, but maybe at this point they were like, yeah, we don't care if you ruin the suit. Like, you can do a squat. Like, right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Just fucking go. What for I don't it. understand is they know there's only one way for him to come up there. This is that little fucking trap door. Why wouldn't they just stand there with a gun pointed at the trap door for the second it opens? So he mm-hmm. could get shot for the twentieth time in this movie. That's but true. in the head this time, because that's what's coming through first. Well, unless it get him in the face though, because the 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 cowl is just as bulletproof as the chest is. <laughs> They have true. to shoot him in the eye or in the fi- in the mouth because otherwise you know, hit him. Or in the like cowl the second he opens the door, just kick him down through it. <laughs> yeah, we're not dealing with the smartest bunch of criminals here. No, you're right. right. They are all called goons. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember Proud Boys. <laughs> they're not the smartest group of individuals. Oh no, they're definitely not either. No, no question about that. So when we finally get to Batman versus Joker. <sighs> You know, it's again not a not a real fair fight. <laughs> you know, kind of. Oh no, it was so one-sided. It was crazy. Yeah. You know? uh, but we do get this this sort of moment between the two of them. Um, Joe, if you want to hit this clip for me. Mr. Joker, you say such beautiful things. Oh. Oh, it's not powerful. And purple. Oh, oh, I love purple. Excuse me. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? No. Kill you. You idiot! You made me. Remember? You dropped me into that vat of chemicals. 
that wasn't easy to get over. Don't think that I didn't try. I made you, you gotta say you made me. And how childish can you get, huh? Wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, huh, would you? Huh? <laughs> my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Right. Prepare to die. <laughs> it gets goofy from there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, him punching Joker in the face and then chattering teeth falling out is... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just awesome. Just fucking fantastic. Um, you know, like most classic villain versus hero fights on a rooftop, uh, the villain gets the upper hand. You know, the hero's dangling from the edge. He's kicking out bricks. He's shaking his ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fucking love it. And uh, he manages to plot his escape. You know, a helicopter, his goons come in to, to rescue him. And he grabs on to the... This feels very Adam West, by the way. But he grabs onto yes, the ladder. definitely. And, and Batman sees this go down. He's like, no, fuck this. And he grapples his leg and attaches to it a, to a, uh, a gargoyle weeping statue. Angel. <laughs> weeping yeah. Angel. Oh, Weeping yeah. Angel. When he first exactly. did walk in the church, though, I thought I saw a Weeping Angel in the church. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. A hidden Easter egg in there for you. Um, the gargoyle breaks loose. And so now this thing is is uh being held up by virtue of joker's ankle yeah because it was only like 500 pounds or so so yeah, it was yeah. just easy <laughs> yeah just this fucking <laughs> giant and he's you able know. to hold on for a little bit but you know after after solid 10 15 mississippis he can't yeah he's done so he falls down to his death Batman. Which was also some bad cg oh it's real bad that was very bad i mean yeah yeah, Batman and Vicky uh, try to climb up but end up falling, and uh, you know one well placed shot of the grappling hook saves yes. them at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Only because she lost some weight since the last time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred and eight <laughs> pounds, my ass. Yeah. Well, she skipped dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. You know. So, um, we we see Joker's body down below in a you know Wiley e. Coyote style impression. Yeah. Not smashed at all, just, you know, perfectly intact. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a little device in his pocket, like a <laughs> like a little laughing. Yeah. I don't know what you would call that, but. Yeah, it was like a laugh box. They, it was big yeah. way back in the day. In a bag, honestly, they existed. Like, it was like a gag gift. Yeah. We would just laugh at you. I mean, Joker was nothing if not a proponent of, of gag gifts. That's very true. So, um, Commissioner pulls it out and stares quizzingly Ooh, at he? it. Well, <laughs> Barbara Gordon, I guess, you know, maybe he did pull it out. But, uh, <laughs> that's really, that's that's our bridge to the end of the movie. We kind of end things on a hopeful note. 
with this last clip where the city sort of uh, honors Batman and reads this. We've received a letter from Batman this morning. Please inform the citizens of Gotham that Gotham City has earned the rest from crime. But if the forces of evil should rise again to cast a shadow on the heart of the city, call me. Question. How do we call him? He gave us a signal. I'm not going to lie that he gave us the signal guy. When I heard that, I thought it was Mel Brooks for a second. He gave us the signal. He gave us the signal. Larry David fucking, he gave us the signal. That was also bad CG, the bat signal, because there were no clouds in the sky. What was it reflecting (laughs) off of? You know, it was like solid, crisp bat signal. Like I could have swore that was Mel Brooks because it sounded just like him. that's true. That's what the bat signal looks like when you draw it as a kid. It's like yes. a cone with the circle on the top. Exactly. And I got to say, <laughs> Billy D, he, Billy D, when he, whenever he talks, no matter what movie he's in, he definitely has that Dean Martin three martinis yeah. in slur <laughs> <laughs> in his voice. Oh, you know, he's just slurring man, yeah, just enough. This letter. You know, but it's cool. It's it absolutely cool. the coolest because it's Billy yeah. D. But yeah. The city of Gotham is psyched again. <laughs> Man, yeah, sent exactly. us a letter. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's really the end. We pan up to the top of a very gothic Tim Burton looking building, and Batman is there standing watch over uh, the world's worst city, and yeah, that yeah. <laughs> that is the end <laughs> of Tim Burton's 1989 classic Batman. Now, yep. Let us get into the meat and potatoes of our reviews. I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. I was entertained. Um, So for my review for for Batman, a quick recap is I grew up with this movie. I worshipped this movie. The VHS, I burned a hole through it. I watched it so many times. Um, I was as familiar with the ads before the movie that were on the VHS as I was with the movie, like with Bugs (laughs) Bunny and the whole WB t-shirt and all that. So um, 
that said, and 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 forgiving a little bit again for being one of the first attempts at like a serious superhero film, um, has some problems, a lot of problems. Um, I love the visuals and I love um, just the the design, the uh, the aesthetic, the suit even. You know, um, I loved Michael Keaton. I loved Jack Nicholson. I loved the casting choices they made overall. Um, some of the plot points are a little thin. Um, some of the actual filmmaking technique is a little thin. Some of the effects are a little thin. So there's there's a bit of pro and con here. I think my score for this movie, and looking at some of the scores I've given to other movies, um, you know, that are similar from the same era, um, it's going to live in like the 3.6 range for me. Um, I love it, but I'm not blinded by nostalgia or my love for it, and that I can't see all of the flaws. So 3.6 for me. All right. That's fair. Absolutely. That could be the lowest rated movie by the host of that movie. That yeah, had. I gotta go back and look at the numbers, but um, no, no, because no. I gave Search and Destroy a shitty score. And oh, I had to host that. That one. wasn't your choice, though. That that yeah. movie wasn't your selection. So that was a learning a learning event for all of us. Is what that yes. Was. <laughs> all right, you want to go, Joe? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I always enjoyed this movie uh, back through the days, but I knew it always had its flaws as well. Um, it, could have done more in certain areas. I mean, Jack Nicholson's going to get a five for me in this movie. But oh, yeah. Yeah. outside of him, the rest of the movie has things to work on. And like I said, the Prince thing just really fucked me up because I can't stand the fucking <laughs> Prince parts of this movie. It really ruins what could have been a great just Danny Elfman soundtrack. Um, I, I like it. Um, I'll watch it. If I I won't go out of my way to watch it. If I'm in the mood and it's on, I might watch it. Uh, it's got some nostalgia. I don't know. I just it's just a movie to me. I mean, if it was like the ones I like of the Batman, the more campy versions, I'd be more into it. But it's not enough of the camp for me. Um, I'll probably go around the same as Eric. Though. I'll do like a three four on it. Mm-hmm. No, nope. that's also fair. I'm, I mean, I'm happy Eric points. went in that range because it made it easier for me to go in that range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so for me, you know, growing up, I wasn't a comic book kid. So my exposure to Batman previously was the Adam West version of Batman. Um, I was definitely excited when this came out. I mean, I was married at this point, but no kids. Um, but I was definitely excited to see when my cousin... Um, and definitely, yeah, absolutely enjoyed it in the theater. Um, I looked back at my IMD rating, IMDb rating, um, that I must have given it like in the somewhere in the nineties when IMDb first became a thing, because I had it as eight out of ten, and it's definitely not that. So I have to go back and readjust that. Um, you know, it doesn't hold the same nostalgic value for me as you know some of the other movies of that era did. Um, it was a cool movie to see. And, you know, again, Nicholson... Yeah, Nicholson is the only thing... And, and, and even Keaton are the two things that hold up to this day. But, you know, 
the stuff that that you both previously talked about is brings it down so i'm going to fall like right exactly in the middle between the two you at a 3.5 i think we are all on the same page on this one yeah 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 Yeah, consistent scores we it's it's nice when we all can you know we can balance things out a little bit there so that was pretty cool I, I'm tempted to give it a three seven just for the Nikes. <laughs> yeah, the Nikes I do like, but but yeah, I think we're, we're for me that was more of like what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to like, find a pair. Almost of those, like it was man. a mistake. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's what I felt. I felt like I was like, did they fucking tell him? Forget to tell him to change his shoes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I almost wish they would have gone the extra step and made like the Nike swoosh in the shape of a bat or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I th- I think like I said, all on the same page. I, I really wanted to um, try to take off the uh, nostalgia shades on this one because it- it's yeah. easy to go back to all these movies from my childhood mm-hmm. and say like they're fucking mm-hmm. perfect. Like no nah, man, that we learned a lot here, <laughs> and uh, yes, for, you know, for better or worse, it is what it is, and uh, you know. It's definitely not the worst Batman movie. But um, I think, yeah, I agree. I think the biggest redeeming value is that this was definitely a foundation for what was to come. Yeah, as yeah. far as superhero movies and Batman movies specifically, um, it definitely set the stage. You know, and it they built off of it. So, oh yeah, we got to thank it for that. You know, for sure. It it was it was definitely. Um, you know, instrumental in making the blueprint for what would work, and it, and even to the extent now, like I said, with this Flash movie coming out, it's exciting just to see Michael Keaton as right. Batman again, right. just under virtue of how well this movie um, did and was made. So, um, yeah, it, I, I I'd give it a one thumb up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. But yeah, it was absolutely a blast to watch it again and to you know poke fun at it but but you know also kneel at the altar of how cool it was um yeah so yeah uh that's that's really uh uh, uh, yeah like i said i'm glad we're all in agreement on it Mm -hmm. um boys patreon supporters we have to thank uh for this episode yeah joe i don't know what this current (laughs) status is five right now so we're at five so it's the original five then right Yes. Okay, cool. So that's easy enough. So yeah. Um you guys you guys are better at at giving the uh Patreon spiel before I read the name. So if you want you want to do that. That's Absolutely. Great. If you would like to support the show and you can do so for as little as a dollar a month. Um different tiers for different levels of support, but again as low as a dollar a month will help us with the cost of running the show. That is patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. Um, just check out what, what's up there. There's uh, opportunities for you to get merchandise, uh, T-shirts, stickers. Um, obviously, join the private show chat. And um, I'm not sure. I got to look at the Patreon. But I think for our top-tier members, maybe the opportunity to um, be a guest on the show. You know, that's Absolutely. something that we could yeah. offer up as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Again, thank you to uh, our five. We'll call them the true five. 
Oh yeah, they're the founders. They yeah, are yeah, the founders. So yeah, we'll, so we're going to read their names because they definitely deserve that. Our uh, our founding member, uh, Miss Hannah Christ. Um, yeah, she is related, but that's fine. She does it because she loves us. Uh, we've also got Peter Bianco, uh, a lovely gentleman. Um, Mr. Brian Gower from the Tone Jerks uh, podcast and the Second Button podcast. Um, we have um, Robert James Smith from The Cure. That's a huge uh, pile of shit. Exactly. And um, uh, also from the Just Surprise Me podcast, Mr. Will Ahu. Yeah. So that's our crew, and we love them all. Almost all. <laughs> <laughs> You're that Will guy. No, I love Will. I know. I was just trying to. We you know, know. I know. You were trying to deflect, but don't worry. It's very clear. <laughs> it's cl- trying to get that BDE going. You know, wh- how, what do we say? It's crystal clear. Yeah. Anyway. Doug Christ, all clear. Right. Yep. We'll move on. So, yeah, we, we, we just, we, we love you all. And we, we really appreciate it. Thank you, folks. Speaking of Christ, it's about that time of year, that Christmas time of year. Yeah. So what does that mean? That means we're going to have our, our, what is now our second annual Christmas uh, movie review. And we're yeah. going to do a very, very funny movie, a very yep. dirty movie, and a very dark movie, but... It's perfect. And after this uh, episode, you ain't gonna shit right for a week. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's called Bad Santa. Um, I'm very excited to lead that one because that yeah, it's definitely you know it's a cool movie. It's a funny, it's a fun movie. Funny, fun friggin' movie. Yeah. So um, yep, that'll be our next one. And that's it. <laughs> that's that's the whole show. We have we a are- Facebook group you could join. We all that's ran true. out of steam at the same exact know, moment. Exactly. Yeah. I was letting you guys roll with it. I'm just sitting here chilling. No, no more rolling, Joe. <laughs> I am done rolling. Well, I guess there's only one thing left for us to do then. Yeah. Lights. Camera. Fuck off. Hey, guys. Are you a guitar player and you like custom stuff? Well, if you are... Uh, you've come to the wrong place, honestly. Uh, no, nah, I'm just playing. My name's Joe, and I run a, a little company called Like My Pedals. And I don't believe in websites, because they're for suckers. So if you want to find me, you got to go to facebook.com backslash likemypedals and send me a message. You know, when you look at the shelf and you just say, they never have exactly what I want, well, that's kind of where I come into play for you here. You want a picture of a little tiny Yoda eating a frog's eggs and ruining every hope of Star Wars ever making a good series? Come to me. I'll put it on a pedal. I may not like the show, but I'm definitely not against selling out. Um, if you want electrolytes, because that's what guitar players crave, well, I'll make you a custom idiocracy pedal. You know, it's whatever you want, really, with Like My Pedals, because you want people to look at your board and say, man, I like your pedals.